DJ Top Professional. I'm Scott McGregor, talented amateur. And we'd like to invite you to join us for our journey through every adventure of the Avengers. No, not that Avengers. You won't find any tights, magic hammers, or fancy shields here. But you will find some supervillains and some hot women in tight leather, so there is that. And champagne. Oh, yeah, lots of champagne. With Umbrella, Charm, and Bowler, that other Avengers podcast, covering the seminal spy series that lasted from 1961 to 1969 on an episode-by-episode basis. Join us as we explore the television series that helped shape pop culture and made an icon out of Diana Rigg, Honor Blackman, and Patrick Dean. With Umbrella, Charm, and Bowler. That other Avengers podcast coming straight towards you every month. Only on the Two True Freaks Podcast Network. So let's just jump into it, shall we? Hi, welcome to your Fear of the Walking Dead cast on the Two True Freaks Podcasting Network. We're back for the Season 9 finale and to wrap up the whole shit and caboodle uh, mid-season episodes. You know, or mid-season to... Episodes 10 to 16, basically, because we covered 9 in our last podcast. But hi, I'm Scott, as usual. We're here with the whole gang of survivors... Mike Zumo, Beth and Brian Hughes, wave hello with your tongues. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Whatever way you choose, it's America, <laughs> damn it. Um, My tongue doesn't do any tricks on a podcast. <laughs> uh, not this, this is a family podcast, I hope not. Uh, no, it's not, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the porn podcast that the Honeywell guy does. Um no, but we're going to be just kind of doing our, our little semi, well, we'll do the little IMDB blurbs and we'll be throwing shit around on our microphones and uh, <laughs> we're doing the little IMDB blurbs. And, um, we can speak tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, maybe. I haven't done this in a while. And, and we'll just kind of, we'll go around the table first, though. What we'll do is we'll just kind of go around the, the virtual table here and uh, the mid-season, you know, half-season as a whole, you know, give us kind of like what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it, and uh, we'll, we'll do that without getting into, you know, take 30 seconds to a couple minutes and and do that for the whole thing, and then we'll go kind of episode by episode and just chat about the details of each. I knew there was homework I would have studied. I just, uh, I don't know why I'm in producer brain tonight, but because we'll probably end up just tangenting and winging it anyway, but... <laughs> just for my own sake, because I have not been sleeping well lately, so um, cognizance is is a struggle. But uh, yeah, well, as we left off from last podcast, you know, we just uh, brought poor Jesus back to back to the hilltop and um, buried his ass, and he didn't come back. And every, uh, you know, with his new beard, every time Aaron walks onto the screen with a hat on, I know, yeah, I well, think it's Jesus. I think that's where we're supposed to we're supposed to go with him as Jesus because remember he was doing the the grasshopper kung fu training, you know, in in one of the and, episodes. And, and he was doing Jesus too. <laughs> yeah, well, <I> just <laughs> that maybe that. that maybe they, they really you know that's what happens at the time jump. Yeah, you, you get to you miss all the the good juicy stuff like baby daddy stuff that I still don't care about. Um, <laughs> or like why Michonne wasn't talking to anybody. Right. You know, it took us most of the rest of the season to figure that one out. Um, and, and we'll get to the details of that. But, yeah, let's go around the table. We'll do Brian first. Uh, just general thoughts on the, the wrap-up of the season. You know, every time you say season, I keep thinking season's beatings. 
<laughs> not seasons greetings, but seasons beatings. It would, you know, the, the it was, you know, off and on for me because it was just like, you know, one week it felt like a beating, you know, where they took in the back of the alley and just spent two hours working on the groin, <laughs> and then you know they would come back and you know they would give you, you a have treat strange or hobbies, something. Brian. Uh, no, no, this isn't. <laughs> no judgment. This is no judgment. Are you, are you not in the regular working world, because that's Thursday. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it, that's just what it felt like for me. And there were points where I just and it's it's like I always I always do with myself on this show. It's like you know I, I I feel like at any point I could just walk away and not regret walking away. But then they do something that just go okay. Now you got me again. You know, I, I again, my, my high point for the season was the uh, the big uh, brawl with Daryl and Beta. Oh, mm. yes. Yeah. And, nice. uh, but, I mean, Alpha herself, to me, um, she just reminds me of too many people that I meet here in Texas. Oh, yikes. And, and so, I mean, she's the low point to me, you know? Reason number 568, why I should never move to Texas, maybe. Or go um, home yeah. <laughs> yeah. Visiting is always good. You can... But, but Alpha, I mean, Bayed is definitely my favorite of the, uh, of the, of the whispers at this point, but I'm kind of, uh, a little wondering about his motivations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Why he is where he is, and why he doesn't make other choices. But we can discuss that as we go later on. Why he? Why he's not alpha, basically? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm thinking he could take her in a fight, but you know, never know. She could have. You know, maybe she knew Jesus somewhere down the line and got super kung fu training. He's just like a gatekeeper or something, really. He's he's a kingmaker or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that's something we can. I don't know if we want to delve into it, you know, further down the road as we sit there and go through go through all this. Uh, any thug um, is only as good as their best muscle. And, that's and, right. And the loyalty of their muscle. But you know, the thing it's is, the, the guy she just saved his life. Yeah. Right. The guy that plays Beta, of course, uh, Beth and I were big, big fans of his from when he was in Remember the Titans. And I don't know if you remember that. Oh, uh, no, it's I only know him from Sons of Anarchy. But. And uh, yeah, Ryan Hurst, yeah. But, I mean, just remember the Titans, he played he played one of the, one of the biggest roles in that, and he was just so uh, wonderful and tragic in that hmm. in that movie. It's, it's, it's a worthwhile movie to watch. Yeah, I, I don't, it's always been on my to-do list, but I don't think I ever, ever, ever got to it. Is that the Denzel football movie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen that movie, but I don't really remember. He must have been him. young in that, because that was a while ago. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was. He was. That was around 2000. Yeah. So. He was probably playing a high school kid, probably. Right. <laughs> well, I, I mean, he was in that age where he was playing high school kids and soldiers. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he was also in Saving Private Ryan, and we were soldiers. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Well, see, I, yeah. I don't yeah. recognize him clean-shaven, and he probably was in all of those. Right. So Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I never realized just how big a dude he oh, was. Oh, dude's like seven-something, isn't he? I mean, yeah. he's got to be. Yeah. He, de- you know, definitely huge, very imposing, and, yeah. Yeah, they of couldn't have they picked a better beta. I mean, it well, was... for what for what the profession beta was in the comics before the fall. Yeah, I forget. He was market. like a wrestler, wasn't he? Or was basketball he a player, basketball player? Okay, yeah. A pretty I good think... one, too, from yeah. what I remember. Yeah, that's right, because at one point he takes his mask off, and everybody's like, holy shit, it's you. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah that, and then, of course, the, uh, the, uh, the other thing of uh, – the other interesting storyline, of course, is Negan's 
uh, move is his transformation. And, and of course, whenever I sit there and I think about that, uh, there's an argument that, that I've been reading on the web that's like, how is Darth Vader redeemed? Right. You know, because at the end of Return of the Jedi, he's all redeemed. Everybody's happy. He's sitting there as a ghost right next to Yoda and Luke and all them. But didn't he kill a whole bunch of little kids? Well, not and, to mention and, probably, you know, literally billions in the Galactic Civil War, you know, by proxy. So, well, yeah, I mean, it, Al- Alderaan and, and, and all that. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, it's like, <laughs> pretty big how, tab how does someone like that get redeemed by saving one life? I mean, right. in saving that one life, you save a lot. Yeah. But but still, yes, like, it, it, and that's the question you ask with Negan. How many heads did he bash in needlessly to instill a little order? Yeah. His type of order. And then, of course, when he turns someone's face to Swiss cheese in the oven, uh, well, grilled cheese. Yeah. You know, I, you know, again, that's one of those things where, I, I, again, you know, Walking Dead and Game of Thrones and all these other shows that are on now have characters that, you know, have been inherently evil, but it seemed to be on some sort of path of redemption. And you find yourself rooting for it. Well, and, you know, it's it's a standard writer's trope. It fills episodes, you know, right. to, to turn, mm-hmm. the, turn the villain to a face heel and, and vice versa in a lot of ways, you know, a lot of times. But I, I, I look forward to And you're not seeing... paying Jeffrey Dean, Dean Morgan for him to just sit there. Right. Yeah, and, and, and are they going to – I'm curious to see the conversation that would go on between Alpha and Negan. As much as I hate Alpha, I'd like to see how she'd react to him. Pretty good talk in the comics. Would she call him weak, you know? (laughs) Yeah. In the comics, we saw how she'd react to him. So I wonder if that's something they're saving for next season. Yeah, yeah. Because Negan does play a role. Okay, well, that's good to know. Yeah, still pretty trailing pretty close to the comics, if I remember correctly. I mean, other than... Maybe who is on the pike, but, but we'll talk know, about I'll, the pike. That, that changed. Yeah. I, but I knew that was coming. Yeah. I, I, I'd heard about that. I'd been told that was coming. I was told who was going to die, and they were wrong. Huh. But yeah. I mean, well, they, they, they changed some of the heads. Right. Yeah. But the thing I knew is that, that my wife here would be <laughs> inconsolable after it happened. I mean, if it had been uh, King Ezekiel, like it was supposed to be in the comics. Right. You know, I knew she would be inconsolable. Yeah, but then when we saw that happen, you know, the whole house just turned red. There was no way that the, the rest of the evening was going to be pleasant yeah. in any way, form, or fashion. And I was so ticked at at what they did. I mean, I, I can understand, you know, two or three, but as many as they did, and as many of the ones that that she had grown to care about. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, to, oh, to there were a lot more in the comics. Have yeah, you not learned that, your lesson yet, Beth, that you don't care about anybody on this show? <laughs> but, no, I have. All right, well, let's, uh, let's go over to Beth if you're if you're done, Brian. Yeah, I think I'm done venting. And uh, <laughs> said we'll do episode by episode here, too, and just pick out some high points. But what were your overall feelings uh, about the whole half season, Beth? And what did you like, what you didn't like? Well, uh, I like where it's going. Uh, there were some things I don't agree with, like, um, like how they did the whole thing with Alpha and trying to understand what makes her so powerful. Um, I, I can't see it. I'm having a hard time buying it. Yeah. Considering Beta looks like the more badass, and and why isn't he? So I, I don't it's know. I'm just kind of. I'm just kind of just waiting, trying to see 
what why she's considered to be so dangerous and why her so i mean i get the whole heads on a pike thing and all of that and how she can uh mix with the crowd or maybe this whole idea of the whispers traveling with the dead was her idea i'm not sure and and living out in in the wilderness, I, I don't see how they haven't all died already. Right, right. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just kind of that part's a little hard to buy. But you know, I, I don't know. I I enjoyed most of the season. Uh, I can't say that I didn't. Um, but for the m- most part, there are questions that I have but I'm giving it a chance before I say for sure. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, knowing I'll have to wait till next season to get those questions answered. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm kind of holding, holding judgment, I should say, with, without me saying I'm disappointed. Well, just, just to jump on one point, I always, I think I've said on this podcast that I always kind of had a problem believing TV Negan had that much power too that he was you know would constantly like berate his his underlings but you know he usually just walked around with a bat in his hand while everyone else had machine guns and be like i I was never confident that his reign would have lasted as long as it did but i guess you know i guess some people just love to be led by someone like that and those are the people like him and alpha fine so but yeah i always thought it's like man if this motherfucker was my boss i would have shot him like months ago you know <laughs> and didn't take my chances other than maybe getting thrown into the oven or beaten to death with a bat i would take my chances be like bang okay i'm king now <laughs> till one of you fuckers I mean, comes up behind me <laughs> yeah that's kind of how i see alpha well and her her society you know we, we got the one episode where she was actually challenged and and that didn't go well for the challenger but yeah why no, isn't not. why isn't beta who would probably obviously take her apart you know hasn't done it yet and hopefully yeah we we'll probably get to see that somewhere along the line where she she pulled the thorn out of his paw or something i don't know <laughs> mikey z what do you think about the half season I thought the half season, you know, it was up and down. You know, there were some, you know, high points and low points. Uh, I really don't understand ending the season the way we did. Yeah. You know, yeah. I <laughs> Got some thoughts on that. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I understand exactly why they ended the season that way. <laughs> well, because they've been listening to our podcast and we had to have yeah. snow zombies. But. Because apparently, apparently they've been watching Game of Thrones and uh, <laughs> yeah, that too. and they do the big episode in, in the next to last and then unwind with the uh, one after that. But uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, we started off with some things when we came back from the time jump. We started off with some things that were odd, like Michonne, uh, why big, she uh, hated everybody all of a sudden. Yeah, so, big scar mystery. Yeah. Yeah. So we we found out about that, and uh, you know, at least we found out about that. At least they didn't just kind of sweep that on, under the rug. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I really liked was Ezekiel's movie theater quest. Yeah, yeah. That absolutely. was probably one of the most fun episodes in a long time. Yeah. And I, I did like the Highwaymen. Yes. You know, it, yeah. it, it, you know, for what they were, especially the leader, and, you know, it, it, too short a season there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I definitely wish, uh, we, wish we had long, long, some more time spent with them. And, uh, you know, I was very happy that they changed up some of the heads on the pike. Yeah. Because – 
I think that was part of the reason why. Because remember, I kept saying it as we were leading up to this. No, nope, I'm still behind. I'm still behind. I'm still behind because I think I knew how episode nine was going to end, and I kind of didn't want to put myself through that again. Yeah, well, I think I think I know exactly why they made the one change away from King Ezekiel, and that is because they know that the guy that plays Jerry would have been up there in Scott Gimple's face, probably ripping it off. Yeah, when well, you know. <laughs> And we would have had to follow him because you piss off Jerry, then everyone's got yeah. to get out of their seats right. and throw chairs. Yeah. Who who would tell Jerry to shut up? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's like, I go. He the king goes, and I go, and then yeah, you'll exactly. have a riot. You think Daryl's going to cause a riot? You have no idea. Yeah. Well, well, apparently Jerry has a movie franchise now to be part of. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but anyway, yeah. It didn't seem like it. Maybe one or two episodes seemed like they uh, spun their wheels a little bit, but. Uh, I didn't feel like there were as many wasted episodes as we've had in past seasons. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I'm going to give uh, But again, the finale, I was just bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to give the, uh, the the half season as a whole a pretty positive review, too. Um, yeah. I do kind of love how they're, do- you know, as, as unbelievable as it is, Beth, it, they're still kind of nailing the, the creepy factor of the, the Whisper comics, you know, version pretty well. Um, oh, they definitely captured it. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, especially the masks, like, they they're even look better than, than the comics, even. They're, they really nailed the, the makeup work on those. Um, well, oh, one one thing I didn't buy, how did Alpha clean up so much to infiltrate the kingdom? Well, the, the, the whole thing in that episode with them being able to do everything they did, they had the planning skills of the Joker in right. the Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it there was... was you know, the last two episodes let a lot of a lot of things open and how the heck did they do all this and then get out of Dodge before the storm came in? You know, how are they surviving in that kind of environment? And, you know, it, it looks like they went south for the winter. Right. All right. We'll, we'll get there. They're speedy. Oh, okay. Just... <laughs> well, let's see. Mike brings up an interesting point because I had noticed that you know how Alpha looks like she has um, all these dark uh, spots around her eyes as if, <clears throat> pardon, as if uh, the mask itself for wearing dead mask all the time, like as if it's blotched their face. Yeah, no, face. no, it's, yeah. it's eye makeup. Like around the eyes, the right? Yeah. yeah. And Got the Batman the way- eye black. Yeah. Right, and then the way she was able to infiltrate the camp the way she was and what she did to make herself not look that way, uh, you know, like like a walker. I mean, it wasn't genius, but yet it was like, well, I guess the thing around the eyes is that, I mean, is that supposed to be there all the time? Is that the way her face looks all the time? Yeah, no, no. And that's... then they show, they show in a in in a later uh, in a later episode that she she had the blackness around her eyes again. So I'm like, well, I don't know if they're purposefully putting that on. Yeah, yeah, it's to darken it... the light spots so people can't spot that they're not walkers from a distance. Yeah. Right. It's just weird. So anyway, yeah, she she cleans up well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I, I question you know, the ability to make that good of a wig out of a, a dead person's skin too. But whatever. Well, she's, I, had, I, she's had practice. I'm not a wig maker. Yeah, true. Uh, 
but you'd think the hair wouldn't come out quite that nice. I don't know. I never skinned a person before. It looked better so, than any of the CW At least wings. legally um, that anyone knows of. Uh, but anyway, to continue, um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to give him props for the for the doing the reveal. You know, we've always been the ones to gripe. It's like all you have to watch is the the mid season return, the mid season finale. It's like, well, nope. They, as Mike said, Game of Thrones style. They they slipped all the big deaths in, you know, before the end of the season. You know, one episode before instead of because I because I was thinking like not even the, Game of Thrones, not even the big deaths. Just kind of that's when the all the storylines kind of come home. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they could have, you know, if they'd taken their stupid pills again, they could have just been like, oh, we'll do the reveal in season ten. You know, just do like the back of the heads or something and cut away, fade to black. Yeah, they, 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 and I don't think they burn down our entire franchise in one fell swoop. Um, so yeah, gotta give him applause for, for not pulling that one off. Wasn't hugely happy with the whole scars reveal. Thought it was a long trip for kind of a, well, I mean, not so much the, the episode and what, you know, the experience that Michonne had in that. Uh, but just the scars seem just kind of very arbitrary and stupid. You know, the brands, and we'll get to that in a minute. But, yeah, overall, uh, enjoyed it and enjoyed the, the acting and the characterizations and, and you know, enjoyed enjoyed one of the Pike victims very much, I'll have to admit. I was like, yes, uh, I think we all know who that is. That family just can't stay employed. <laughs> yeah, right. I forgot. Yeah, he's the... Uh, Henry was a sibling of poor Sophia and uh, the, the younger Henry, right? Yeah. 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 The younger right. Henry's older brother. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll do uh, ep by ep here. Uh, season 9, episode 10 was Omega. Another revival at the Hilltop Colony see, reveals see, information. Just, I got this vision in my head now of the of Scott Gimple and others standing next to that pike and looking at the father of the guy that plays Henry. You got any more kids? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So, as I was saying, uh, another arrival at the Hilltop Colony reveals information about a leader of a hostile new group of savages, uh, whispers, and a party searches for Alden and Luke, and we know where they are. And we have the big, uh, you know, basically at the end of that episode, we have the big um, confrontation when Alpha leads her crew to the, the gates, and that sends us right into Bounty. And the Whispers, led by Alpha, confront the hilltop in a harrowing attempt to retrieve her daughter, who's been captured previously, and as we said last season, or episode 9, you know, uh, interrogated by Daryl and uh, fallen in love by st- poor, stupid Henry. And um, we know where that's going to end up, as I called. Um, so that was a really good scene, like the, the standoff between her and Daryl, and just, I thought, hey, I think... Norman Reedus is, is earning his money this this season. I'll, I'll give him that. He still doesn't talk that much more, but you know he, the, he, the interactions he he's having is is, is pretty good. Yeah, and I, I think he's kind of showing more of a confidence, and you know that we're kind of he's selling the uh, I've been off on my own with off on my own with dog maybe a little too long. And um, I kind of like Man with Dog Daryl. Yeah, sure, but it, it's also nice seeing him come back into the fold, and you know. Giving hugs to Carol and all that stuff, and uh, so I thought that was a, a great little. And then, of course, they I think run. Him and Carol are the only ones left from day one. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and of course, yeah. the whispers have Luke and Alden, and they, they unveil him when when Daryl will not give back Lydia. 
and we, we think they might be going bye-bye. Uh, but then we have this scene with the baby, which was really kind of harrowing. Yeah, that was harrowing. And I thought they were going to maybe go and yes, actually do it. <laughs> uh, it just you know showed how fucked up these people are, I thought, very well. And we had Savior Connie, you know, uh, run out and, and save the... Uh, Save the baby, which is pretty cool. And anyone else, uh, I, I would love to see Daryl and Connie get together. I've decided now, you know, if I have to do the whole shipping thing for what the show. What if they run out of ink? That's where me and Brian saw it going. Yeah, I think they got great chemistry together. Uh, yeah, what if they run out of ink? I guess I'll have to find other things to do, Mike. I don't know. Do we need to have this talk? <laughs> um, but, yeah, and I, I almost worry now, spoilers, that Carol's going to be you know, kind of back hanging out with Daryl that maybe we'll finally get the Carol Daryl thing, but now I want the uh, the Daryl Connie thing. So you guys have kind of dropped the ball on that Walking Dead. And I'm kind of hoping we don't, we don't go back to crazy Carol. Well, yeah. No, well, I think if she had her opportunity to cross back over that line in, in the last episode, and she didn't, so we're, we're going to assume that she's... I'm just waiting for the day when Carol and Daryl go gorilla. They put on Walker masks... And they just go start killing them from the inside. <laughs> hey, yeah, I mean, it, it worked for the, the Whisperers, to be sure. Now, Carol's going to be too busy mothering. Moth- mothering who? Mothering who, yeah. Now she's gonna, apparently going to be mothering Lydia. Well, that would just No, be- that would be smothering well, Lydia. Well, yeah. But, well, now the baby doesn't have a mom, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it could that's be. That's true. Yeah. I don't know if Carol would want to have any more kids in her life, like, fucking ever at this point. <laughs> So, I don't think that would necessarily make her go back to crazy Carol, but I think it would be more like, nope, screw this. I, you know, I lose people, I lose myself, Carol. But you know, yeah, if, but that the baby could help her keep her grounded. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I don't think we need Carol grounded right now. We've got a whisper war coming up, so we need her an unfettered legless arrow shooting <laughs> fucking killing machine. Personally, she'll cut her I'm hair not again. <laughs> you like you like long care hair, hair Carol? It, it, it took some getting used to. But, yeah, it yeah. does. It took it took some adjustment. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got to do it for like show the passage of time and shit when you're doing weird time jumps like that. But ah, uh, so on to where are we here? Bounty, I think. Yep. No, that was uh, yep. Confront Hilltop and the Kingdom. This is the uh, the movie quest that the kingdom um, pulls yes, off to, that which was a lot is, of fun. which this is great. You know, I was just kind of like, oh, the fair, you know, whatever, and and then they do this whole subplot about, oh my god, we're gonna get a movie that nobody's seen in fucking ten years. You know, I'm sure there's like a solar powered DVD player kicking around here and there, but. You know, no one's actually seen like a big screen. But that's not grand enough movie. for Ezekiel. No, not at all. And not Ezekiel for the is fair. all about the big gesture. And shit, they literally like bribed the the robber barons on the road. You know, the, <laughs> with a with, yeah. with, with a movie. It's like, hey, you guys want to see a movie and not kill us and take our shit? And they're like, fuck yes, we do. It's like we're cool now. We'll even watch out, you know, for the roads for you. And I thought they were maybe gonna do a. You know, a heel turn on the the highwaymen, and, and we were going to find out they were working with the whispers, but clearly that's not the case. No. Um, they turned into the next life. Yeah. Um, Guardians. I thought this was one of the better episodes. Uh, while one community struggles to ease tensions and threaten to divide from within, the true nature of another group comes into focus, and we finally get to see on a mission to pr- rescue a friend has potentially deadly consequences. But we finally get to see, you know, a little behind the scenes of the whispers and then they do have the occasional camp 
Um, as Beth mentions, I mean, we're already straining, you know, imagination in zombie world, but this, yeah, the whispers really strain it because, yeah, I mean, what is their, they just have their herd to, you know, well, obviously not completely trained just to stop and hang out and wait for them, you know, while they're doing their camp stuff. But, um, cause they do get attacked, you know, saved by the herd basically in Daryl, um, when young Henry gets, uh, you know, taken to the camp and, and almost slain right there. And they were pretty close because the Lydia actually gets ordered to do it. And Daryl ends up not. stopping her. No, I thought it would have been a good turn for her to do it, you know, for, to show that Lydia had not changed or, you know, she's willing to, she's so scared of her mother that she would kill Henry, but they, you know, chose to give us a little hope for Henry and then dash it later. So yay. Um. <laughs> well, all the hope I had initially had for Henry was because uh, he seems to be taking over the uh, the Carl the, uh, shit, yeah, the Carl role. But then I realized yeah. that you know what? In the comics, since the Whisperer War, Carl hasn't done a whole hell of a lot. Yeah, just Lydia. Yeah. So yeah, so we don't really need him. You know, uh, they did the little boyhood crush thing, and yeah, probably should have gotten Carl killed in the comics too. You know, crushing on Lydia, but. Uh, this went to its logical conclusion. <laughs> See, I think Lydia is really dangerous. It's always the quiet ones you got to watch out for. Yeah, and I think they portrayed her as a little more loyal to the the Whisperer Pack in the comics. If I remember, yeah, they did. Yeah, and she you did, in the comics you really didn't know which way she'd uh, she'd jump. Yeah, so I don't think I also bought her like her jump to the good side is as quickly as she did either. Although she lived a shitty life, obviously, but it's also a pretty, if you be a loyal whisperer, man, that's some pretty serious indoctrination going on there. I mean, that's like Stockholm syndrome shit <laughs> to walk around with zombie skins on your I mean, face. I really wasn't sure she really turned until right, right before the heads. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure either. And then the whole... Well, we'll get there like, in a honestly, couple here. But, and, well, well, I'll get to that later. Mm. Uh, our choke point was Daryl's Daring Rescue Missions. This is episode 13. Uh, rescue Mission forces Alpha to unleash a group of her own to retrieve what belongs to her. Even if the price is paid in blood, the kingdom plans to reunite the communities are put in jeopardy. That's kind of when I think we have the, the highwaymen promise to protect things and everything. Is this the episode um, with the Daryl and Beta fight? Yes, yes, I believe so. Yeah, which was was pretty epic. You know, it literally comes crashing through the drywall. You know, Adam and um, yeah, it was a good scene all around. Basically, just the darkness in the building, and you know, they they basically had to to go up high to try to get away from things, and you know, thought they were safer than they were. And yeah, it was a great WWE match. It was some, some good <laughs> yeah. fisticuffs, as they say. Yeah, and, and Daryl probably should have gotten his ass handed to himself uh, worse than he did. Uh, so let's talk about Scars. We finally got in episode 14 the explanation of why you know, Michonne has been a friggin' hermit for six years. And it really, I guess they've pretty much confirmed that, they, you know, the camps had not seen each other for the whole, like, six and a half years. Or a good chunk of it. And that, that just strains my imagination a little bit, too, because they still would have had to deal with each other somehow. I think so, and trade and stuff, because certain camps weren't making certain things. Right. And, you know. Uh, but whatever. But we find out, um, and this is where... And you know, it, 
it seems like people were getting in trouble if they hung out with the other people. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it with with the other, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it just that was a bit ridiculous. Like when Jesus and whatever that other guy's name was. Yeah, people were like sneaking around behind her back. And, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what the hell? Just because you don't want to get to know anyone again, you know, doesn't mean we have to fucking put up with their shit. But the idiots that you know, Alexander made her like super security chief, and she was just like, "Nope, we're doing it my way," you know. And, uh, well, didn't she do that in the comics too? Like before the Whisper War, remember she was on. I think after they beat the Savior, she left, and she was on that boat. Right. Yeah. I think yeah, wasn't that kind of the same thing because she was upset at losing some people and whatnot, and that she became a hermit that way. Yeah, and then she came back and got with Ezekiel, I think. And, yeah, she did. Yeah. That's kind. Of, that's kind of what this made me think of that. Yeah. Um, we found out a very pregnant. Uh, Michelle, and all of a sudden, an old friend of hers from high school pops up out of the blue after ten years in the zombie apocalypse, and she's she's got a bunch of kids with her. <laughs> yeah, they just happened to stroll up from Georgia. Yeah, children, children of the damned, apparently. Um, you know, and the, the the cover story, of course, is like Ooh, the kids are the only ones that survived. Um, well, more likely, the kids killed everyone else, <laughs> and she decided to just be this weird fagin, murdery fagin. <laughs> Essentially, and so she's, you know, she's, she thinks she's doing right. She's, uh, she's been training these kids to be merciless little murderers to survive the apocalypse. And, um, yeah, things go wrong. They basically try to loot Alexandria and Michonne, uh, goes searching and, uh, well, long story short, she has to kill them all because <laughs> they're, they take, uh, Judith and, and, well, not RJ yet, but they, they take younger Judith and, you know, are going to train her. But the scars come in. The her and Daryl get the scars because part of the training for merciless murder midgets is uh, you have to brand somebody with an X. So that's where the weird X scars came from. And that's the part that I just was like, uh, fucking really? You know, he could have been stabbed with a fucking X-shaped sword or something. I mean, I just... He's been using brand X. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> nice. Happy birthday, Batman, by the way. Um, and uh, and why did you make that fucking Joker movie, whoever made it? Uh, anyway, uh, off track, but yeah, I don't know. The branding was just like, it was very arbitrary. It's like, oh, just toughen these kids up. I'll have them brand their victims yeah. before they murder them. Like, because murdering them isn't enough to toughen no, them up. Or, clearly not. Yeah. You make your mark first, then you murder them. Yeah, sure, because that's, that's not wasted time or, any, or effort or anything. But whatever, we needed a reason for the scars. So uh, there X we go. Gets the square. Yeah, but, you know, that was, uh, you know, Michonne's trauma is that she had to hack up, like, a good dozen-ish kids to to save Judith. And Well, I can definitely see her blaming herself for that because she let them in. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know, and that's, uh, it, it was, it made a logical sense for her arc that they've been selling us. I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with that at all. And, and I like at the end where she was, like, you know, basically was kind of hoping that Judith had blocked the whole fucking thing out and Judith remembered all of it. Is this the same episode where older Judith ran away? Um, yeah, didn't they do some, they did a parallel thing, didn't they? Right. They like yeah. did some, they did, and it was kind of confusing. They flashed back and the only way you tell what era you were in was Michonne's stomach, basically. Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but I mean, it was a nice little thing at the end that, you know, she finds Judith and, 
Yeah, what the fuck? You know, why are Grimes kids still running a fucking way from people? Have we taught that lesson yet? But, Clearly I mean, not. No, but it, it makes for a nice little narrative chase. But yeah, and then Judith's although, although like... Although I did like the, the one line in this episode about Judith where uh, Michonne said he'd be... Uh, the, the, that he was feeding her bullshit. Like, no, he'd, she'd smoke that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. no doubt. I mean, I, I really like the, the Negan Judas stuff that's kind of going on, and it, that's making up for some of the Carl stuff, too. Um, and they're oh, good I together. I mean, I still feel creepy and weird about it as a viewer. It's like, as, as Beth said, it's like, should we ever fucking forgive this guy, you know? Um, but that's the arc they're pushing us towards and what they did in the comics, too, essentially, so... Um, yeah, did. but then even in the comics, they didn't necessarily redeem him. No, but I mean, he just, well, yeah, he was more of his usual asshole self. They're definitely toning him down. You know, he's not as much of a dick, you know, as he was in the comics all the way along. Um, but it's also they like. They definitely used him when they had a use for him. Yeah. Um, but there's more of a time jump, too. So I, I, I buy a little bit more of his redemption arc, even though we didn't get to see what, what he was doing in that cell for six years or, you know, the many conversations him and Judith presumably had. Um, but it's, I, yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of, that, that's what we're going to have to deal with, but it's working for me so far, I guess. Um, worked a little more and I mean, I just like the conversations like at the end of the, the one thing I liked in the, the storm, the final episode was, uh, him talking to Michonne and is a special girl and you know it's like this is Spitfire there and you even see Michonne briefly you know softening a little bit towards him I think so we'll see um I don't know if Negan a redemption arc works quite as well with with missing Rick to not you know I wonder if we're ever going to have a Negan Rick re-meeting and (laughs) Rick's going to be like I don't give a fuck what you did Boom, you know, right. <laughs> you're, you're out of your cage. You're done. Uh, so uh, when, 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 if Nick, uh, if Rick ever sees Negan again, Negan's going to basically have Judith at his side. Yeah, right? that's, and yeah. That's, that right there is going to be the moment where Rick's going to go, "What the," you know? Yeah. Well, he's already cooked her spaghetti and shit, didn't he? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, then he can just go, you know, fuck it, and she's changed. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Oh. Yeah, that's always that's been in my mind, too. Just like, yeah, you know what? He's not really messing with Rick Grimes as kid. Um, or Michelle's, so there you go. Uh, adoption is good. I'm an adoptee. I'm all for She's it. She kind of in- inherited uh, the children. Yeah. Yeah, let's face it. Like you, neither Carol or fucking Michonne are winning Parent of the Year lately. I mean, their kids are running off all over the fucking place, and then some of them are getting their heads chopped off for the troubles. <laughs> well, so far none of Michonne's have died. So, uh, <laughs> no, uh, she, she, she got a little bit better batting average than Carol does. Yeah. So that brings us to the fair, the run fair at the the kingdom, and the calm before. Is the episode name episode fifteen? The four communities come together in celebration at Kingdom's Fair, but while some packs are renewed, others come at a much steeper price. Uh, and we get the the historic signing of the, of the new Declaration of Constitution um, between the four communities, and um, and everything is going swimmingly. And and then um, we see the Alpha is infiltrated, and I, I got a call foul on, on the walking dead on this one that they just did not sell 
in the comics, it's it's multiple whisperers who infiltrate, yeah, it and was. it's a fuck of a lot easier to believe that they could have pulled this off. And I believe just, in the comics, you kind of suspected that Lydia was involved too. Right, right, and and they kind of almost lead you that way in this one, and they definitely gave us a fake out, thinking that she was going to take Ezekiel first. Yeah, well, I was, I was thinking, and, and that I like way. that. I'm like, oh I shit, they're going to do him. Yeah, <laughs> that's I thought with what Lydia, I thought. Yeah. When Lydia no, went to no, tell Ezekiel she was there, he, she was leading him into a trap. The way those scenes were playing, though, is that you basically you were conspicuously aware of who wasn't there. Right. Yeah. And and well, so when she went up and got that... Ezekiel, you're like, okay, Ezekiel is is going to make it. Holy cow! Yeah. I never doubted for a moment at that point. Yeah. Well, I don't think they showed a scene with Ezekiel again after that scene until there was a bunch of heads on the pike, and I thought for sure he was going to be one of them. Right. I thought it was a good fake out. I thought they were like, right, it was. Yep, here you go, comic well, fans. Well, there was the scene where Lydia went to warn Ezekiel that she was there. Yeah. And then they had the conversation later, so yeah. Right. Once she walked away, you knew, you knew Ezekiel was safe. But I don't think they gave away everybody. Like, I didn't think that the two kids, you know, I, I guess pretty much anybody they focused on for more than five minutes lost their head in that episode pretty much. You know, like the two bratty kids and, and the, the female that kind of... That still kind of made you feel like Lydia might be in on it because she got that little green dragon thing going on and jealousy when, when that yeah, other she got, girl... Yeah, she got the competition out of the way. Yeah, yeah so still not sure about her. Um, although the storm is, is supposed to make us think that she's all torn up about it. But, yeah, I Wasn't thought Henry they... Henry Ian in it too? Pretty much at he first, was yeah. in it until he realized that she liked the other guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I really didn't expect Tara. I mean, and, and I hate... I, I didn't either. Yeah, and Wait, I've actually Tara really, I what? Wait, was Tara was on there? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I see that. That's funny because when it when it happened, I thought that was Rosita. I did too, and then because Rosita was on the pike in the comics. Well, and that was another good fake out because they had yeah. Gabriel talking to I think Alden or somebody. Yeah, and they were basically like, "Have you seen her?" Or he was talking to Eugene, so it was a really good fake out. So he's like, "Have you seen her? I need to talk to her." And so you're obviously thinking Rosita. So that was Tara they showed right after that. Yep. 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 See, I thought that was Rosita one, and I didn't go back and watch again. Yeah. Well, see, I, just, I was really upset because I was like, "They killed her and the baby." I right. was freaking. Yeah. I was like, "Oh shit!" I, yeah, that I just crushed. I wasn't sure if they were going to do that, but they, I guess they didn't want to sink quite that low this time around. But okay, now they're going to have I, to have another baby on the show. I, I've got a question about the after, though. Mm-hmm. And that was when Sadiq was given the whole story. Was he giving what he thought they would want to hear? Yeah, I think he was. Or was he, he giving was, the action? He, so basically, uh, they just took him off and killed him. It probably. wasn't the, the struggle yeah. that, that they showed. Yeah, well, there's I, really no way to know. Yeah, because he, I think he was pretty much unconscious for the whole thing, is what yeah. he said. So, I mean, yeah, I think that was just a feel-good, uh, well, they died as heroes thing, you know, like we would do for any of our, our soldiers, whether or not, you know, they were... Right. You know, our soldiers that get killed by friendly fire died as heroes, heroes you know, it's like... <laughs> so, I mean, I get that. I get that you would want to give them, you know... The, the happy story. Well, I think he's also trying to rally uh, the, the communities. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but then they just kind of give up and, and accept the borders. And then we go to the storm. Um, Which is apparently six months later. 
I yeah, because uh, they just sat Ros- there for six months. Rosita is showing. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they really sold the. They might as well have just put up a placard in the beginning and be like, "We're leaving the kingdom because we can no longer use this set anymore." Yeah, um, why were they leaving the kingdom? Did, did the pipes was it the pipes breaking? I any number of things, I guess, but that always the, they kind of the sold timing. The, the timing of it is what what makes you go, hmm. Did he have no right. snowplows? Well, they don't. I mean. You know, they only know that something's coming just because it's coming like an hour from now. Right. You know, they don't they don't have weathermen. Well, and didn't it, and let them know. Didn't it start snowing at the end of the calm before, and then all of a sudden, six months later, in the storm, where the blizzard's just getting there? Well, the thing is, it was weird because in some scenes it's snowing, in others it wasn't. Right. And yeah, and it, well. Pfft. You know, we're nine years into it now, and this is the first time it's ever snowed on The Walking Dead, as far as right. I know. This so, is the first time we've um, seen it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, some places uh, we had we had nothing. Other places we had snow flurries. Other places we had a full-blown blizzard, though. So, yeah. Who the fuck knows what was going on with that weather? Hey, that's Texas, you know, in, <laughs> in February. Yeah, the last time we've had but weather not like in that Texas. was this, when This show had... is not in Texas. I know, All right, but it's but... in Georgia. It's yeah, but the but same it was parallel. No <laughs> yeah. The, the, the thing is, we haven't had snow since uh, the, they had the Super Bowl here at the Cowboys Stadium. Right. That's been, what, eight years? Well, the south, around, you know, east-south now is, or southeast, as most humans would say it, um, you know, is, is kind of getting that now. They're getting a lot of the snow, and we're getting milder winters up here in New York. So I guess it's, uh, you know, all those dead zombies are putting out a lot of methane or something and accelerating global warming. Well, either way. <laughs> Whatever. Probably all the nuclear reactors that have melted down in, in the fucking absence of humans running them is actually causing problems, too, I would imagine. But they haven't shown us that one yet. Although it looked like from the Fear of the Walking Dead uh, trailer that, that they might be delving into that a little bit. There seemed to be some toxic stuff going on in that one. I, I haven't seen that. But anyway, we have uh, the blizzard, which is really nasty. And as I said, we get the exodus from the kingdom, and we get uh, young Judith running off. I still don't understand why they're exiting the kingdom. I, I don't know. As I said, they, they had to give up the set. Because, yeah, the, the kingdom's always been, like, one of the most stable places in the whole universe. You know, it had the big fucking fruit trees and, you know, no lack of food and, you know, tons of people doing what needs to be done and you know all of a sudden we're supposed to believe it just crumbles you know six years does a lot yeah. when you're sitting there and you're you're tilling the land like that if you yeah. don't have the proper nutrients to to reseed the ground with it's yeah. not just about the seed right i mean do you see any cows out there do you see any manure true true this seemed awfully convenient yeah yeah well as i said they, they needed a reason to trudge through the snow and over the ice and have snow zombies that I didn't really like how they did a lot of the snow zombies all that well either. They seem to just conveniently pop up out of holes that, you know, like there's like, you know, a living human standing right next to him. And all of a sudden the zombie presumably digs himself up out of four feet of snow. It's like, well, no, that shouldn't happen. I, I did like the frozen <laughs> zombies though. Yeah. yeah. The frozen zombies. That yeah, made I perfect sense. And, but I mean, it made, Look, it made sense. If they're being buried like a person in an igloo yeah. being protected in that way, it does Some conserve warm. body heat. Right. Well, not that, I mean, they're not oh, right, but have anybody. Well, what I'm saying is why aren't the humans standing right next to them sinking a little deeper into the snow, which is clearly feet deep or something at this point? I don't know. 
but I'm because just because they were at the edge of the bank. Okay. And and, and yeah, Daryl wasn't. They're on, they're on the ice. Right. I'm pretty sure ponds don't freeze quite that fast either. Like we're supposed to believe this is like one overnight storm that I guess they could if it's cold enough. Well, you don't know how cold it was before that. Yeah. Yeah, it probably was cold for a good while and then the snowstorm just came on top yeah. of that. I'm still just but tickled. I thought it was badass the way that they broke. I'm st- I have a, I have a question to put before the group. Where mm-hmm. did they all get all that winter gear? You would have it. I mean, or you know, that that probably be one of the the you know, they sell them down south. They just don't have a lot of use for them. So the department stores are probably still full of that shit. Yeah, Dick's um, Sporting Goods, man. Yeah. That's all they sell, it seems. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't sell guns anymore, you know? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was all right. I'm just tickled pink still that they obviously have listened to our show over the years, and we finally got our ice zombies. And but Yeah, that the, was badass. But, but That's that the only things. thing we hadn't gotten yet. Yeah. We've already gotten uh, water zombies from fear. Yeah. And and we get the, uh, I said, we kind of get the, the Lydia redemption, or at least to prove to us, I guess, that she's not going to do the heel turn and that she literally tries to almost offs herself by letting a, a ice zombie bite her, which for she, fuck's sake, just go grab a gun. Why would you want to take yourself out like that? Um, but then she begs Carol to do it, and um, because that, by that point, I think she realized she couldn't do it herself. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, I was, it was a little, I was proud of Carol for not making her look at the flowers, I guess, but I was kind of surprised she didn't. Um, I thought I think I, I probably would have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah, she let a you know room. But at like, the same time, she wouldn't because her son was in love with her and fell in love with her for reasons. So yeah. yeah. He uh, he died for her. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, essentially, yeah. Uh, yeah see, Carol's had what six kids under her care, <laughs> something like that. She, yeah, like, they've all died. Yeah, <laughs> she hasn't got a great. I record. forgot about the. I forgot about the the Ooh. two girls uh, from yeah, the yeah. flowers girls. Yeah, well, you know, Lizzie killed her own sister, right, so we can't really blame there. that one on her. Yeah, um, but that's still another kid on. Uh, that was under Carol's, Carol's watch. Yeah, Carol's care that uh, went fucking crazy. Yeah. Um. So that was good. I mean, I guess that also showed Carol that you know Lydia probably wasn't a, a double agent at that point if she's willing to have her stick a spear through her face. Um. So I guess that worked for me too. Uh, by mm-hmm. after all these months, the whispers are just sitting there within their borders. Well, no, I guess they weren't, and and I have an interesting the way I would have wrote it. What happened to the movie with the herd? I, I guess yeah, they didn't really explain it well enough, but I'm assuming that they, you know, they started. They must have been through this before, and so they they do their their planned migration farther south or something. Exactly. Yeah. With with the herd, you know, before it gets really cold, because because that was my I even. I had to leave a Walking Dead fan group I was in because they didn't like my cynical sense of humor about things and, and they wouldn't post <laughs> my posts, so I'm like, fuck you guys. But but I had an idea for a twist ending that I, that would have been ballsy, and, and I, I felt like they should have ended it with like just a scene of like the entire, you know, Walker, or the entire Whisperer army just like basically frozen solid with their herd, you know, that it killed everyone. And, and you know, the showrunners would be just like, yeah, there you go. That's the end of the whispers. <laughs> that, that's it. We'll get to something else next season. <laughs> and, uh, that, that, that's all, folks. That, that would have been just awesome, though. It's like, oh, yep, 
How's that plan of wandering out in the open working out for you now, Whisperers, and just have them all frozen? And then the coolest thing would be that the Whisperers would die of her hypothermia, and then they'd come back as walkers in the springtime. So they would have fulfilled their destiny, and they would have been walkers wearing walker masks. And I just... I'm cheap. If you guys need a writer, I'm just saying out there, Gimple and company, um, that, that would have been really neat. And you probably would have had people burning down your studios, too, uh, that want to see the Whisperer War. But I thought it would, would have been a ballsy move. The Whisperers will be great on, on the red carpet. Who are you wearing? See, yeah. but, that, that, but doesn't that beg the question uh, on whether or not if a walker was frozen standing straight up, and they didn't get broken in half or to shattered to pieces, would they thaw out? <laughs> I, I am guessing. Well, see, that's what I I would like organize the biggest fucking walker hunt in history. Like right after the blizzard, I would be like, all right, everyone fucking bundle up. We're going to yeah, go if find. They're, if they're frozen, go take them out. Yeah, we're going to go find so anything. Find some more baseball bats. Right. Let's just <laughs> find anything that's frozen in place and take its head off now and. You know, yeah, cut, cut down the numbers a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just go on a mass kill spree and kill everything within a hundred miles of the place. You know, and then chill out for a while or warm up for a while. But that's the way I would have wrote it. Just some twisted that way. Uh, but yeah, overall, I'm, I, I guess we'll we'll see the the whispers wander on back. Because well, I don't know if we're we're led to believe that nobody saw. Uh, Ezekiel and company violate the borders, but I'm sure somebody does or has, or somebody will figure it out because the whispers will be back next season, all warm and toasty and ready to make some towns warm and toasty if they go by the comics. Um, and, uh, and then we of course get the mysterious, uh, Ezekiel's now chatting with, uh, with Judith online with a ham radio. And, oh. And he leaves the radio, and we get a mysterious, like, is anybody out there? <laughs> you know, which may or may yeah, not be Maggie. I'm thinking maybe I thought, Maggie. I thought, that, I thought that might have been Stephanie. Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, if, if they're going to go that way. But th- they did make a mention of Maggie in, you know, in one of the last two episodes. And, and I just read recently, we'll do some, like, Walking Dead news now, but I've read an article recently that Maggie might be back uh, next season already. And Is we Ricky should Cavalier not doing that well. I, I have no idea, but I, I think I mean it's when fine. this whole thing took happened with them, both her and uh, Andrew Lincoln only did like five of the six episodes that they were supposed to do for that last season, and so they probably still have one hanging out that they still have to come in for a cameo if they're summoned. And, you know, even fucking Lincoln's being like, oh, I picked the, the wrong time to leave the show. It's getting really good now. And, you know, I felt like saying it's like, it's getting good because you're not on it anymore. But, um, <laughs> and they're writing, good, they were getting shit writing at the time. Right. <laughs> so just like, just wait for your movies and don't ruin this good thing right now. We don't need you right now, Rick. There's other characters to get to know. Um, I don't know what happened to Luke in the last couple episodes, too. Um, he went back to do the Harry Potter movies, I guess, which I finally saw. And, and um, I forget who plays him, but the guy who plays Luke is in the, the Magical Beasts movies. And he's, yes. And he looks a lot better in, in Walking Dead. He's lost a lot of weight to be on Walking Dead, apparently. But, so hopefully they won't make him beef back up for the Magical Beasts movies. 
but I don't know. He's still with us at least. They didn't kill they didn't kill our musician. They didn't kill any of the, the new people, so that was a little surprising. Um, he, well, he he wasn't on there? No. No. It was uh, well, maybe, maybe, was it maybe, yeah, he, maybe was, he was playing. He music. was for yeah. a brief moment. He no, was, I mean, maybe that, oh right, one of yeah, the, yeah. The bearded well, guy might have been the high, the highwayman. Yeah, yeah. There were two yeah. highwaymen, and like two of the kids from the communities, and Tara and uh, Enid, and I was really getting to enjoy Tara and Enid finally too. So there we go back to people you care about on the show. Well, I'm not, not going to miss Tara. I I didn't like her for the longest time, but I kind of liked what they were doing. Me with her too, more. but towards the end, as I was liking what they were doing with their character. Yeah, I was kind of looking forward to her being like the new president of Hilltop, and you know, the new Jesus. Yeah, so I don't know if it's like if like Ezekiel's like default ruler Hilltop right now or something. I don't care, and the people at Hilltop would be like, "Oh fuck, are we gonna have to do this king shit?" <laughs> so well, see, I, I, it, I don't, I don't think that that's what's going to happen now. After Terra being gone, doesn't that either put the Indian guy or the um, uh, who's that other person? Um, damn it, I can't think of their name. This is killing me. Ezekiel has great hair. He will lead. Yeah, right. Well. You, do you think he's going to lead? I don't think he would. Is, I, mean, I think it, he'd still be in charge of his people, but not the Hilltop. Right, but I, well, I don't know if they're they're not really his people anymore, if he's going to bring them into another community. But, yeah, I guess they'll be answering that. Now, isn't uh, is Eugene and the Baby Daddy saga, they're all at Alexandria, though, aren't they? The guy with the eye. Oh, uh, Gabriel, yeah. Gabriel, thank you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> aren't they all at Alexandria, or is that Hilltop crew? No, I think they're at Eugene and Gabriel are at Alexandria. They right. went for what did they do? They went for that walk and then came back. I, I guess. Where it, were they going? Didn't they wind up? <laughs> who wound up at the sanctuary for a few minutes? Oh, that, that was, was that yeah, was Ezekiel. Ezekiel's crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, so I mean, Eugene and the baby and Rosita and Sadiq and everyone live back at Alexandria, I guess. So it's not going to be Sadiq at the hilltop, presumably. And they need to find themselves... they got to protect their fucking doctors better in this show. <laughs> they just started making Enid a doctor and like, nope, done. Nope. You know. <laughs> That's my only problem with the show is I, I think they should have... I mean, obviously they want to do the whole surprise factor, but they needed to sell how she was able to pull that off better. I thought yeah. that was really shoddy uh, and just asking us to suspend too much imagination. Yeah, I mean, did she drag everybody out of the yeah, top of herself? Yeah, by herself? I don't think so. Yeah. She's going to she's gonna do those two freaking highwaymen by herself? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but there it is, folks. That's that's what happened in the season. And, and season 10 is nearly upon us. Now, we've, I've read some other news about Possibly like two other shows coming out in the Walking Dead Can't universe. Wait. I just, I just under. Apparently, I mean, I haven't read the ratings for everything this season, but I read that the storm was like their lowest ever for like a season finale. So again, they kind of somehow fucked themselves and be like, okay, everyone just has to watch till episode fifteen. I kind of wonder if a lot of people thought that was the end. <laughs> right, because, well, and that's their own damn fault, because that's the way they've been doing it. It's like, oh, well, the big death reveals are here, so that that's all we need to watch for the, the season. 
So I don't know, you know, I don't know how you course correct that, but um, to to start a lot, of, and I guess one of the new shows is going to be, I think it's the first, you know, it's going to be based on two female first generation, you know, Walker children or something like maybe a ways in the future. I don't know how they're like basically Judith people that were like born in the apocalypse. The, uh... So I mean, you're gonna have to do a fucking massive time jump for that to work, and it's just like how much farther in the future are we gonna go here, guys? Without Walking Dead, the next generation. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll keep checking it out. Um, does any of you guys see the the trailer for the Fear the Walking Dead premiere? I haven't watched it. No, I haven't either. Uh, I've seen it. It's there, and I I, I haven't clicked on it because I'm just like. I don't know. I think I want to go into it fresh. Yeah. Um, yeah, it did show a lot. It was a long trailer. But what it showed very little of was Alicia. So I don't have a lot of faith that she's going to be with us much longer. There seemed to be more Strand and all the new people in it. And that still rubs me the wrong way a bit. You know That that's, that's just seems like it's gotten hijacked. It's, now, it, the the thing is, is that I, I noticed a couple things about the, the first episode. Um, Matt Frewer is in there. As a character named Logan. Okay, yeah, I think I remember reading that too. But yeah, so Daniel Sharman's on the cast list. You know, Troy Otto. Really? Yeah. So maybe they're... now I remember them saying they're bringing Daniel back. I thought they meant Reuben Blades. Yeah, no, he's supposed to be back too. I've read that con- confirmed. Yeah, I did read that too. But I and do the remember it was weird because they just kind of dropped it in. Like, but I they know need that him. Yeah, they well, need Ruben to come back because yeah. he's such a strong character. But he's not, definitely not on the list for the first episode. Thing is, yeah. they've said that's kind of up to Ruben. Right? Yeah, I think he'll probably be back for like one or two episodes max. You know, because we still got to fold fucking Dwight in here and Matt Frewer. And no, I actually have read rumors that Troy did not die of the hammer in the fucking pit with Maggie, Maddie. Yeah, and which would be just really freaking stupid. Um, well, I mean, if you think Maddie's dead, I'm sorry, but you you got another thing coming. She is going to show up some t- somewhere down the road. I guarantee. You. I just don't see how that could possibly be a good idea, but <laughs> they haven't called me to write them yet. So, well, no, the way just things are not going, a good idea doesn't mean they won't do it. Uh, you know, with the way things are going, I would probably welcome that. Let's kill off three or four of the new people, like the trucker crew and uh, Morgan. Yeah. Wait, you don't you don't like Sarah or or Wendell? I, no, not enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got to say, though, my, my favorite character on the whole thing goes Althea right now. Yeah. She's the most, most interesting character on there. And, they and need you to know, use it's funny because I've never, ever liked Maggie Grace in anything. Yeah. No, so but I, I think they need to use her more. I think they should have gone more with, instead of start the Morgan fucking trucking company, they should have, you know, been roving journalists throughout, you know, done World War Z and covered the fucking universe. And now we're going to fold Dwight in here, and I don't know. It's you know what? Like, Instead of 37 more Walking Dead shows, AMC needs to bring back Better Call Saul soon. Yeah, right? No. I think the next Better Call Saul might be the last season they're doing, too. Well, fine. Or, bring it, at least bring it back. <laughs> they're doing another Breaking Bad-type show, aren't they? Uh, I guess. Like, they, I've heard rumors they're going to do some kind of Jesse Pinkman thing, which I have nearly no interest in, but... They must think it's going to print money for him, so... 
who am I kidding? I'll watch it eventually. I just won't be paying to watch it. So have at it, AMC. Make whatever Are you the fuck you want. Kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> IMDb says 2020 for Better Call Saul season five. Really? Oh, Jesus. Not surprised that you were getting a lot of shows that are skipping seasons and stuff. I mean, you saw how Game of Thrones yeah. took a year and a half to put out this this new episode. Uh, yeah. Probably took them a year and a half to make all those episodes. Right. Yeah. yeah so better Saul, Call Saul shouldn't have to take that long. And There's no CGI you, dragons yet. Did any of you had any clue that Amelia Clark had had two aneurysms? No, that's pretty During, during all that time? Yeah. yeah she had brain surgery twice. That's crazy. Uh, in between filming. Just crazy. Yeah. Just can uh, can I pimp something? Maybe forget the Terminator movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Okay. Uh, for those of you that uh, are aware, I and Tim Elliott host a show called Third Degree Burn. And as you probably are aware, if you're an X-Men fan, that there's an X-Men movie coming out in June, The Dark Phoenix. Uh, leading up to this, Tim and I are going to make that uh, that month an event so we're going to have a, a lot of guests uh, give their thoughts and feelings on on the Dark Phoenix saga as it was originally in the comics, done by Chris Claremont and John Byrne. Uh, we've got a bunch of surprises, maybe a commentary. It's going to be a burning event. We're going to burn uh, the house down. See, I have a confession to make. What's that? I never read it. Philistine, off of uh, his head. He's a DC guy. He's forgiven. He's probably read more Superman comics than we can ever even conceive of. So, I, I probably have. We, we each, yeah, but each have our uh, things. Yeah. That, of course, is on the Third Degree Burn show, which I failed to mention. But, uh, yeah, check out Third Degree Burn. Is, uh, next couple of weeks, we're going to hit you up with some Doom Patrol uh, because of the TV series, obviously. Yeah. And then we're uh, going to go right on into the Dark Phoenix saga. So nice. it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to try to get you something on that, too. Now, Thanks. are you going to do some kind of follow-up with people after the movie? As I am going to force myself to go see the movie, probably. Uh, well, yeah, I, I have... I mean, I, I think the movie's going to be an okay movie. I don't think it's going to be anything like what the Dark Phoenix saga really is. Right. Yeah. They, they need to make that an HBO series. Yeah, no like, doubt. Like Game of Thrones in order to really give the, the Dark Phoenix saga its full due. You know, all the stuff that leads into it, the full seduction and, and destruction of Jean Grey's psyche. Well, as cosmic as MCU is getting, yeah. I imagine, like, I'm thinking, like, 2025 will get an announcement of, like, the first X-Men movie or something. Yeah, well, and they need to let the X-Men rest for at least five that, years. Yeah. That's what they said, and that's what, what Kevin Feige said. Is that is it Kevin Feige? Yeah. Uh, he said that they're basically they're going to arrest everything except for Deadpool. So, yeah, probably look for a, a couple couple years before we I see I kind of don't want them to rest the, F, the FF, though. No, I think well, no, they actually, jump the FF, right into that. They're going to continue on, and they're, they're, they're looking at stuff. They'd even, they've even been looking at doing a Doom movie, and that makes sense. Doom yeah, that already got... Before he, that, that are, well, the one that was planned has already been... Yeah, kaput. Yeah. Ungreenlit, yeah. So, which is unfortunate, because it was the guy that was doing Legion. Uh, and that yeah. would have oh, been wow. just fucking oh. weird. But I want to see MCU FF. I'm I'm still gonna predict that there will be some kind of fucking weird little call out in the the Avengers Endgame, you know, end credit scene. I'm sure if they don't, is going to show up in Endgame. Uh, see, now that that, that that would that would be stupid though, because he's he's not gonna do the part after this. So, I mean, I think they would need to. Secretly cast Doom or so. I mean, you don't even have to cast Doom. You just like have Doom 
you know, I don't know what. Well, just the, like have the the end credit scene just be a yeah, a but the deal only the deal only became area. official a few weeks ago, so they they probably couldn't have done anything. Uh, they, they, could, they could slap something on it. You know, well, regardless of who wears the armor, who's your James Earl Jones for Doctor Doom? <laughs> wow. Um, I think Liam Neeson is too old, and his voice is changing too much for him. Yeah, no, no, I, no, I, no, more, no more Liam Neeson. No, no more. You know, Doom's got to be like Eastern European too. He's got to have you know like that. An Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Yeah, that. Like, I don't know <laughs> about not, that. But, not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, no. definitely not. Oh God, please don't give me any ideas. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think he's got to be you know, more Udo Kier. That's my pick. How about that now? Um, <laughs> but uh, that that would be a cool voice, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, what about that one guy um, on on Game of Thrones? He's the the one with the eye bandage. That uh, he's got the perfect voice. He's the one, the resurrected one. Oh yeah, Beric oh. Dondarrion, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's he's got a great voice for something like that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's eleven eleven. Uh, anyone else seen us yet? Because I've been seeing eleven eleven no. since that fucking movie came out. Um, yeah. It's kind of freaking me out. Um, well, if you, if you look at the clock at eleven eleven, you will see a lot of eleven. I know, but I I don't usually look at my clock. But lately, when I have been, that's been coming up. An inordinate Beth, have you watched amount. it, or have you already checked out on this? No, I, I don't know if I'm really no. interested. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. It's got some serious creep factor going on. Uh, anywho, let's wrap this up, kids. We will be back to cover Fear the Walking Dead in June, I think it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll probably stick to, unless the first episode really fucking wows me, we'll, we'll be sticking to our four four shows a season. Actually, the second episode would have to wow you. Yeah, true. Because we're, we're probably going to do the first one anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. So I, I will stick to that. We'll see. Because I have kind of wanted to go back to weekly, but then my mind goes, yeah, idiot, though. It's summertime. You don't really want to be inside a lot. So, uh, How much editing do you want to do? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, not sure if I'm looking forward to it or not. I'm, I'm still on the fence of just kind of quitting this whole Walking Dead thing altogether, but we, we still have at least two very loyal fans out there who, who beg who me to put out a show. show. <laughs> No, no. Well, David Pascal, no. Uh, two of our Facebook buddies. I know Dario does. Dario. Yeah, Dario. Dario's never watched the show either. Yes, he has. You better have. Constantly. Well, look at it this way. Ever since uh, Scott M. Gimple has left, and the new woman has taken over, and, and I don't know her name, but ever since she's taken over, the episodes have gotten much better. Yeah, I and, agree. I, I, uh, I mean, they the the story writing compared to what they used to be, and all the bullshit that he used to pull uh, is is at least so much better. There's a lot more action, yeah. and still, you know, plenty of walkers. So, yeah, I'm I'm loving it compared to what I used to. I gotta yeah, say, this whole season is is not dragged as as much as it no. usually has. It's had its problems. And said it's like, do we even give a but fuck about am, the scars things? But um, but that being said, how fear used to be, what we used to love to watch has got me worried now because Scott is uh is over yeah. there now. Yeah, Gimple's there. And uh, I, I do still kind of wish going forward. I wish Dwight had been part of the Whisper War over on this show, like he was in the comics, because I, I really liked his arc in the comics. But right, you know. 
He had a he had a better kind of more believable redemption arc than Nian does, I think, in the comics anyway. But I thought he would have oh, on the show too. too. And I forgot he's showing up. He's also on the cast list. Yeah, yeah. For fear. Well, in the trailer, there's literally a scene of you know him walking up to the crew and Morgan going like Dwight. And she's like, I don't even remember him and Dwight even knowing each other that well around The Walking Dead. But well, I'm sure he knew they him well have. enough to recognize him. Yeah, yeah. So so we shall see. I, I do like that actor and how he portrays Dwight, and hopefully maybe he found Sherry somewhere along the way. And uh, we shall see. That's your Fear of the Walking Dead cast. Till June, kids. Bye now. Bye later. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>